Hey there, welcome back to episode 10 on Smart Bells Fitness. We are talking about today how to save time in the kitchen and feed your family all week long. And I do have to say, I have had a 10 month hiatus. Actually, my son turned 10 months old today, and that is mainly the reason why, but I'm super excited to be back and delivering good content to you guys again. So today we're going to be talking about one of the biggest struggles that I have come across as a new mom and that I've heard from other moms, how to meal prep or cook for your family in a way that is feasible, doable, and doesn't feel overwhelming. And I know that a lot of moms out there feel overwhelmed. I feel overwhelmed often. And there's some basic things that I have learned since becoming a mom that have really helped me kind of minimize the stress when it comes to cooking. And I actually recorded this episode before I had my son, Logan, and I'm re-recording it now because I've realized how different it has to be when you're a parent compared to when you're not a parent. I'll share a little story with you. Initially, before I, me and my husband had our first child, we were able to meal prep on the weekends. So typically I would find three or four recipes that I wanted to make that week. I would go to the grocery store. I would make a big list before I went to the store. And then I would cook for a few hours on a Sunday and end up with enough lunches and different dinner options for the whole week for me and my husband. And I'm not saying this is a bad approach at all. I did this for years, but I also got really burnt out on this. And if you're listening to this and you do this and it works for you, that's fantastic. If you feel burnt out on it like I did, then I, I'm going to try to introduce a different option that might be a little bit more feasible for you if you're a parent and you have a family. So today in this episode, we're going to talk about some shortcuts that will help you spend less time in the kitchen, make healthy meals for your family, and think outside the box when it comes to cooking. Hey mama, welcome to the Smart Bells Fitness Podcast, where you can learn how to stay fit, healthy, and feel good during and after pregnancy. I'm your host, Kelsey Lee Miller. I'm a certified pre and postnatal coach, and I believe as moms, we show up as our best when we prioritize caring for our bodies. When you're equipped with the right tools, you can show up confidently in your workouts, in the kitchen, and also in life. If you're here for that reheated coffee and those nap time workouts, you are in the right spot. It's time to prioritize your own health so that you can feel good in your skin again. Let's get excited for today's show. All right, so I told you a brief snippet of my story on how I meal prepped before I had a baby. And basically the reason why I stopped doing that was one, I got burnt out on it because I got sick of eating the same thing all week long and it was just too many leftovers that tasted the same. And I just like more variety than that. The second reason is because it felt exhausting spending all weekend in the kitchen. It wasn't all weekend, but sometimes it felt like that. And it wasn't necessarily exciting to eat those meals that I was making. So 
for me and for other moms who have families that don't like to eat the same thing for seven days in a row, which I would bet is most of you, you're probably going to be looking for things that give you diversity, that help you stay not bored. And after I had my son, it was a humongous life change for me. I basically, everything that I had previously thought I could do after I had a baby was kind of turned upside down on its head. And as someone who's also running a business and teaching as a professor, I realized I was going to have to start adjusting the way that I was approaching food. So here we go. Here's my first tip for you. First tip is bulk food prep with some of the meal prep methods that I talked about a second ago, but instead of making all of the meals for your week, what you can do is choose a protein, a veggie, and some type of starch, and then cook them, maybe just double or triple the quantity. So instead of making enough for one meal, maybe you're making Monday night's dinner and you're just doubling or tripling it. And that will give you probably a couple more meals for leftovers throughout the week. You can do this several times so that you're having a hot meal in the evening, which your family will enjoy, but then you can also have something for lunch or dinner the next day. The second tip that I have for you is finding things that are pre-cut, pre-made vegetables, purchasing things that can help you shortcut the process. So Maybe this is, you know, pre-made condiments. Some people really like making homemade ketchup and barbecue sauce, and that's fantastic. But if you're short on time, which I feel like most moms, most of us are running around like chickens with our heads cut off, feeling like we're trying to balance all the things and make healthy food for our family, and time is just not something that we have a lot of extra in the day. So finding shortcuts that work for you is really good. So whether that's purchasing pre-made or pre-cut veggies, purchasing those pre-made condiments, buying your protein, maybe it's already cooked like chicken sausage or rotisserie chicken is one of my favorites, finding some type of beef that's already sliced and cut that you just toss in a pan and heat it up and it gives it a little seared taste. All of those things could be really helpful for you. Maybe you use one of those at each meal that you make, or maybe there's one of those that you find particularly helpful, but finding ways to shortcut the process of making a healthy meal is going to be important if you want this to be a priority for you and your family. The third tip that I have for you is getting some quick meal options that take 15 to 20 minutes or less to cook. And typically these might be things like maybe you've got fish, right? So if you're trying to eat seafood in your diet regularly, fish typically doesn't take that long to cook. And it can also be seared in a pan. You can bake it, you can grill it, and it doesn't take very long. While you've got that going, you could throw some rice in your instant pot. You could put pre-cut veggies in a pan and saute those up and it takes about 20 minutes. That's another meal that you can double or triple the amount or maybe not, you know, maybe that's just a little bonus dinner and you're whipping up something really quick. And if you don't like eating cold fish or rewarming up fish, then maybe you just eat it for the one meal. 
Those three tips have really helped. So finding things that I can buy in bulk, specifically protein. The second one is finding shortcuts that work for you. And then that third one is finding options that you can make that take about 15 to 20 minutes or less. And for me, there's some pretty big pain points that I've heard from a lot of my clients And if you're here listening to this show, you're probably going to resonate with these common barriers that people have when it comes to cooking healthy for your family and just meal prepping in general is that a lot of times we have this approach, especially in America, that we want to have it all, right? We want to be healthy. We want to be relaxed. We don't want to be stressed out. And it can feel really overwhelming to navigate this stuff because Finding a balance and a flow and a rhythm for your family takes everybody getting on board. So having a healthy lifestyle within reason that actually works is hard, right? Because there's limiting factors. So pain points that I've heard a lot are there isn't enough time. It's too expensive. It's too hard to plan. And I resonate with all of these. So if If this is you and you are sitting there thinking, yeah, I I resonate with at least one of those, I get it. Meal prep, and I don't even like that word meal prep because you think of this perfect Instagram-worthy picture with 20 Tupperwares laid out on the counter and all the food is measured and you think that's what it has to be. And in reality, that's not what it has to be. It has to be functional for your family. And if it's functional for your family and you can do it quickly and there's not a ton of dishes afterwards, for me, that's a win. My husband and I both hate dishes. (laughs) And so normally one of us takes bath time and the other one does dishes. So it's kind of like a Can we figure out a way to make these delicious, healthy meals quickly? And can we do that with the budget that we have? And I want to encourage you to think about three things. So there's everybody has a certain amount of time in a day. We've all got the same amount of time. You know, depending on what your financial situation is, you may be eating on more of a budget or not. And the knowledge that you have when it comes to creating healthy meals and how to do that in a way that's tasty is another factor. So we've got time, we've got money, and we've got knowledge. And whichever one of those you don't have, you use the other two to get it, right? So you got to pick your biggest pain point, I would say. If you have the knowledge on how to cook and you are able to afford to purchase things that are pre-cut or pre-made in some way, that's definitely going to help save you time. If money is the biggest burden, then maybe you're going to buy stuff that's not pre-cut. Maybe you're going to use your time and your knowledge to save more money on the meal, but it might take you a little bit longer too. If knowledge is the area where you don't know what to do. There's a ton of really good resources for this. I will link some in the show notes, some of my favorite resources to find healthy recipes, but there's ways to find recipes that don't take hours for you to prep. So when you're looking at which one of those is the biggest priority for you, I just encourage you to 
really evaluate that. Like which one is most important? Because the one that's most important, you're probably going to have to use the other two to help you get more of that one. As moms, I think we're always thinking about being as efficient as possible, right? So when it comes to cooking for your family, when it comes to meal prepping, thinking about things that'll help, you know, save you time and money whenever you can is awesome. And the good news is you guys that once you start practicing this, once it becomes more of a habit for you, let's say you, let's say right now you cook twice a week and you eat out three times a week for dinner during the week. So what I would recommend is just start by trying to make just one extra meal per week in. Don't try to flip everything on its head because if you change too many things at once, it's going to feel overwhelming and you're not going to want to do it. You're going to stop. You're not going to feel successful. So the key with trying to change these habits is to do one thing at a time, get it right, and then add something else. Try to be realistic with yourself about your time and your abilities. So if you're not Martha Stewart, it's okay. You don't have to be. There's really simple ways that you can make healthy meals. For example, I feed my son whatever me and my husband are eating. Let's say I got a rotisserie chicken at the grocery store. I've got some sweet potatoes in the Instant Pot, and then I've got like a bagged salad. I think we do that meal at least once a week just because it's so easy and I know that everybody likes it. So if you are the mom and you are the one that's cooking most of the meals, sometimes it ends up being a blend of the mom and the dad. But if, if you're the mom and you're making the food, take some authority in that. I mean, if you're creating a healthy meal, then it's okay to say, hey, this is what I made for you. You need to eat it. I also don't have a baby that can talk yet because he's only 10 months old. So we will see how that theory plays out. When he gets a little bit older, I might be coming on here telling you that I'm making two different meals every night. But Right now, this is what works for me. So typically, I will either buy the vegetable or the protein already done. So we're either having a salad that's already ready to go with some type of protein that I cooked or the protein's already cooked so that I can make the vegetable. Because I just, for us, having the time to cook the protein, the veggie, and the starch every single meal, three to four times a week, doesn't work. So that's what works for us. Common examples of protein sources that I use are ground beef, chicken, pork shoulder, some type of fish like salmon or mahi. When it comes to buying protein, if you can buy that protein in bulk, you're going to end up saving quite a bit of money. I like to buy our protein at Costco depending on if you have access to a Costco or not. There's some really great options when it comes to buying free-range chicken, grass-fed beef. If you can find a local farmer or someone who's selling that type of meat, if you can buy it in bulk, a lot of times you end up saving quite a bit of money. So in summary, I want to encourage you to not think of meal prep as a one-size-fits-all box that you have to fit your family into because Lots of different strategies are going to work for different families, and there's not one right way to do it. So if it works for your family and it fits within the time and flexibility constraints that you guys have as a family, then great. Keep doing that. 
I think there's an element of cooking that has a component of decision fatigue. And decision fatigue is when you're just tired from making decisions all day. And by the time you get home for dinner, you just don't want to make another decision about it. So you just end up ordering pizza because it's like, whatever, I can't think. I'm just too tired. I get that the burden of planning out like every single meal for the week on a Sunday is a lot. And I don't actually enjoy doing that. So typically what I'll do is I'll make sure I have a couple protein sources in bulk in the fridge or the freezer. I'll have a couple bags of salad and I'll have some type of starchy potato, sweet potato, something like that in the fridge so that I've at least got a meal or two ready to go. And then you can come up with other meals as the week goes on. Like maybe one night after you cook something, you say, hey, what do we want to eat on Thursday? Like somebody can go to the store tomorrow and pick up this and this so that you're not so tired every single night trying to pick out what you should cook, what you should eat, because you can only make so many decisions in a day. This is also another reason, unrelated, why I tend to lay out my workout clothes in the morning because it's just one less thing for me to have to think about when I wake up. And if mornings tend to be kind of hectic in your house, if you're trying to get out the door to go to work or your husband is, and you've got kids, you're trying to get them fed and there's just a lot going on. So I'm trying to make it easy with the amount of decisions that I'm making in any given day. So Trying to figure out what cooking hacks work for you, trying to figure out what proteins you can buy in bulk, finding some of those quick, quick meals that you can make in 15 minutes or less. The rest of your meals, I don't really cook anything anymore that takes more than 30 minutes. So when I'm talking about those fast meals, basically I'm cutting that in half and we're probably having flank steak because that cooks super quick. But food is such a complex topic when it comes to talking about health and there's so many different things related to it, but I hope that you can begin to view food as yes, it's a way to fuel your body, but it's also meant to be enjoyed and is also a fantastic way to build community within your family and within the place that God has put you. So whether it's with your neighbors, whether it's with your church, whether you're doing, you know, potlucks or get togethers and you have to cook for those. It's, it's a way that I have come to really enjoy using to minister to other people. I really love cooking for people. And if that's not you, no worries. You don't have to love it. You just have to find something that works. And I hope that some of those strategies help you. I, I hope that you feel connected to the pain points that we talked about in this episode today. And just remember that when you're starting to take on something new like this, just start just start small. Don't try to jump up the whole mountain in one day. I hope that this has encouraged you to keep moving forward in your journey of pursuing health for you as a woman and for your family, for your kids. And I hope that it has empowered you to realize that it doesn't have to be a one-size-fits-all approach and it doesn't have to be all or nothing all the time. There's room for pizza and wine. There's room for chocolate cake. And there's also room for salmon and salad and sweet potatoes. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for the next one coming up in two weeks. And I will talk to you soon. 
Hey mama, thanks for tuning in today. Really quick before you go, if this podcast has blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts. I get really excited every time I see that this show has positively impacted your life in some way. If you would do that for me, I would be so grateful. The second thing you can do is just tell another mama you think could benefit from listening to the Smart Bells Fitness Podcast. That's it for now. I'll see you back here soon.